At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. We begin hour number two of Big Bets here at South Point Casino and Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Dave Ross and Amal Shaw coming to you here. I am very excited. we got a couple bowl games today, but really the NFL slate tomorrow on a Saturday will be very, very interesting to chart. We're going to catch up right now, as we always do uh, on Fridays. Nick Whalen, of course, Rotowire senior analyst from and also SiriusXM. You can follow him on Twitter, as I do, at Whalen. Again, substitute the L for a one. Nick, before we get started on the slate... Where are you coming to us from? I know you're in the Midwest. It looks warm inside your house. <laughs> what is it like so. outside? Uh, it's not as warm in here as it looks, I can assure you. Uh, I'm in Milwaukee, where it is currently, like, I think it's minus eight, real temperature. The wind chill is somewhere around negative 25 right oh now. So, yeah, this is one of those kind of hunker down, don't leave your house situations, which, look, given, given the sports weekend that we have coming at us, not a bad deal. You know, Nick's a really nice guy, so I won't ask the normal question I ask somebody when they say they're like in Milwaukee or Chicago. My follow-up question is generally, are you doing time? Like, why are you in that I, weather? I'm living here on my own volition. Yes. <laughs> I, look, I was in Chicago for eight years, Nick. I know those polar vortexes. Uh, buckle up this weekend. Let's start off with the Packers then, and uh, obviously a big game for them. And we were just talking about them, Nick, a little bit. Your ears must have been burning against the Dolphins this weekend. Like, if the Packers were to run the table now and somehow sneak into this thing, are they a dangerous team? And I look at the number and I go, only getting three and a half in Miami, 
my antenna goes up. What do you make of this game? What do you make of their prospects going forward? Yeah, I was hoping we would talk about this game. I, I was watching you guys in hour one, uh, you know, kind of hit on this one. And it's it's more, much more interesting than I thought it would be three weeks ago. I'll say that. And look, I, I'm on the Miami side in this game. But, you know, this line was all the way up at six, even six and a half at mm-hmm. some books earlier this week. And now all the way down to three and a half. So I think there is some belief that uh, Green Bay can at least keep this game close. Um, you know, in general, I think the Packers offense seems to be moving in the right direction. Uh, you know, Christian Watson, completely different player now than he was five or six weeks ago. I think getting Romeo Dobbs back, uh, he was Aaron Rodgers' favorite target on Monday night. I think that's big. The running game appears to be in good shape, but I'm struggling to decipher, like, how much do we take away from wins over the Bears and the Rams? And beyond that, I still don't trust this defense. Like, I, I think Green Bay can score on Miami, but I, I'm much more concerned about how many points Miami's going to put up on Green Bay and you know this game's at home in Miami you're not going up to Lambeau Field you know it's not going to be 95 degrees I, I get that but um, you know I, I think Green Bay winning those two games that they should have won against Chicago and the Rams it, it kind of feels like a, a classic pulling us back in situation with a potential letdown around the corner well Nick you just took away my next question when I was going to ask you about well they beat the Bears and the uh, Rams not too much to get excited about but overall in terms of this Packers team sitting at six and eight a long shot to potentially make the playoffs. But from your perspective with Rodgers, if they get in, we were just talking about this during the commercial break. You look at the quarterbacks there. Jalen Hurts has an MVP season, but you've got Kirk Cousins, Brock Purdy, potentially Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, and then, of course, you've got uh, who's the fourth seed there? Uh, Tampa is going to be Tom Brady. And Dak. And then Dak. So it's not out of the realm of possibility if this team sneaks in with the schedule they have at the Dolphins, Vikings at home, and against the Lions. And all of a sudden, you got Aaron Rodgers. He's the best quarterback out there, him or Brady. I agree. I completely agree. I think the most fun scenario, uh, and I, maybe I'm a little biased here in the state of Wisconsin, but the most fun scenario is the Packers getting in. I, I don't, I don't really need to see, you know, the the Giants or the Commanders in there. And you know, all due respect to the Lions, um, I, I don't really trust Jared Goff. If you're talking winning multiple playoff games, obviously we know Aaron Rodgers is capable of that. And look, I, I think if you're the Packers. That's what you're telling yourself. You know, it's not, this isn't a situation where you just get, you just get in and you feel good about it. And you lose in the wild card round. Like I, I think this team is, is kind of making the same case that you are a ball where they're looking around at the NFC and saying, look, we have not played up to our best really at any point this season. This has been a complete disappointment, but if we get in, we're going to have a real chance to win at least one game. Like you said, I mean, the Eagles look somewhat invincible, but if Jalen hurts is not himself, Going into the playoffs, that changes everything. Green Bay's already beat the Dallas Cowboys. I don't think they fear that team. Uh, obviously, nobody really fears any of the teams out of the NFC South. So you're totally right. It, they, it's an uphill battle for Green Bay. They need to win out. They need to w- beat that Detroit team in Week 18. But it would be a really, really fun scenario uh, just as a fan of the NFL, I think, to, to get this Aaron Rodgers team in the field. Well, Nick was reading my mind because it's exactly where I was going with this Eagles and Cowboys game. We thought this was the elite, right, of the NFC. And I know I did because I mentioned it weeks ago. I thought, you know, the NFC was going through either Dallas or Philadelphia. That might not be the case. That's how much things change with one key injury with Jalen Hurts. We'll find out if he's healthy come playoff time. We know he's not going here, Right. Now, Gardner Minshew is going to go, and Nick, if you watched, and I apologize if you did, the Jets last night trying to play offense. Like, if you're Gardner Minshew, you got to be going, here's my showcase game to, here's my resume, other NFL teams out there. Should I be fearful as a Cowboy backer that Gardner Minshew is going to come up and light up the Cowboys like a Christmas tree? You know what? I, I, I'm trying to be realistic about expectations for Gardner Minshew, but... 
you know, I, I think Philly's still going to take this game seriously. I, this is a, a winnable game and certainly a coverable game for the Philadelphia Eagles. I, I was fortunate to, to lock it in at six earlier this week. It's down to four at some books. So I, I think there is some belief that that Philly uh, is maybe not going to experience a huge letdown going from Hertz to Minshew. And, you know, there's also an illness going around the locker room mm-hmm. for the Cowboys. Micah Parsons, Trayvon Diggs, those guys are, are technically questionable. I would expect them to play, but you, it's fair to wonder, you know, if they'll be 100%. I think if I'm the Eagles, I, I want to kind of stop Dallas into the ground, right? I want to say, look, we can beat you with Jalen Hurts. We can beat you with our backup quarterback. It doesn't matter who's at QB for us. We're still going to beat you. And look, Dallas comes into it, into this game kind of on its heels. You know, you narrowly escape losing to the Houston Texans. You blow a game at Jacksonville. This Cowboys team, I think, is is very vulnerable. And I see Philadelphia as the, the more motivated side here. And look, taking away the, the rushing threat of Jalen Hurts, that is huge. It's, it's impossible to overstate, I think, how much that takes away from this Philly offense. But I, I trust Gardner Minshew airing it out. He's got one of the best receiver tandems in the league and Philly gets Dallas Goddard back this weekend. Uh, you were subjected to answer Dave Ross's question, Mr. Superfan here about the Cowboys. <laughs> so let's go to a game that you may have interest in this week. And what are some of the matchups that you might be looking at either from a betting standpoint or that have caught your attention just from an overall competitive standpoint? Yeah, there are a few. I mean, it's an ugly slate overall. That's for sure. I, I know at one point this week we had eight games with a total under 40. Um, so you kind of have to pick and choose what you're watching, but you know, this, this is not going to be a great game uh, in terms of uh, watchability, but I, I think Falcons and Ravens is going to be a really interesting spot for, for betting purposes. We know it's going to be Tyler Huntley yet again, under center for the Ravens, seeing them as six and a half point favorites over Atlanta. That, that number was at seven, seven and a half earlier in the week. I love Baltimore at six and a half. I, I think this is a really good spot for the Baltimore defense for the offense. Not so much. I think you know we have to keep in mind that the offense seemed like it was going in the wrong direction even before Lamar Jackson got hurt. There were like two and a half games before he went down where things just didn't look right. You know, they, you lose another weapon in Duvernay this past week. So I, I don't think this is a situation where where Baltimore goes crazy offensively. But I mean, they, they they could hold Atlanta without a touchdown in this game. I think Baltimore's defense has quietly improved week over week. And you know, Desmond Ritter wasn't awful last week, but you're going into a much more difficult situation outdoors on the road against that Ravens defense. I, I love Baltimore minus six and a half. Nick, another game you, you, we mentioned with the with the uh, Dolphins kind of feels like, boy, it's weird that line moving all the way down to three and a half. The other one again, and I'm on, I touched on it earlier, but I want to get your thoughts. I look at that Patriots line and I go, how come the Patriots are only getting three at home, right? We, we always do the home field and Okay, so that's worth three points. So really on a neutral field, we're saying the Patriots are six points worse than the Bengals. Is that number too short? Are, are, are we? Is this feeling trappy to me for the Bengals land three in the road? Yeah, I mean, the, the line would certainly imply that, that this could be a uh, potential trappy scenario, but I, I like Cincy here. Man, I don't know what else we need to see from the Cincinnati <laughs> right? Bengals at this point. I mean, they're, Joe Burrow's 18-3 and three against the spread in his last 21 starts. They, they've pretty easily covered all six games during their, their current winning streak. I, I think what's interesting about Cincinnati is they were in position to get tripped up each of the last two weeks. You look at that Cleveland game, you lose Tyler Boyd and you lose T Higgins on the first series of the game, still find a way to grind out that game last week against Tampa disastrous first half. You know, it looks like the Buccaneers are, are maybe on their way to their best offensive game of the year. You're down 17, nothing. You get that field goal before half and you outscore Tampa 31 to six in the second half. So to me, I mean, those were the, the potential trap games. Those were the situations where it looked like, okay, maybe, maybe the run of luck is over here for Cincinnati. And all this team has done is respond. And all this team does is cover. And look, I, I don't know what the case is for new England at this point. I mean, how do you bounce back from that loss last week? I, I know you're at home, but I, I don't view this 
this isn't Tom Brady, New England. I, I don't think this is the overwhelming home field advantage that it used to be. I think Nick brings up a couple of great points. First of all, you mentioned no more Tom Brady, obviously a key cog in the last three years where we've seen the downfall of this team. The other thing is that loss with the Jacoby Myers play. I thought that was one loss that could potentially beat you twice. Mm. And and I agree with you. Sometimes we get paralysis by overanalysis, and this is a game to me. I'm going to take Cincinnati. They don't cover. I'll live with the result. And there's another game similar to this in this matchup between Houston and Tennessee for me, Nick. I'm going to take Tennessee at home. And I'm going to tell you right now, if I get beat, I get beat. But I'm taking the 18-wheeler. It's not a play on Tennessee. It's a play against Houston for me. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. And I feel like there's this kind of upswell of momentum. And we're relatively speaking, of course, when it comes to the Texans, because they did play well uh, against Dallas and KC in consecutive weeks. But this is not a good team. This, This is not a good team. We know that for a fact. We've already seen Tennessee's blueprint when it comes to starting Malik Willis against the Houston Texans. I'm all over Derrick Henry props. Uh, I, I know his rushing prop has been kind of low, depending on where you look. I saw it last night at 105 and a half at one book. I mean, that I don't know if that's like a first half line, a first quarter line. <laughs> he was at 219 yards on 32 carries last time these teams played. We know the book with Tennessee. I, I know they've they've hit the skids over the last month, but I, I think this is kind of one of those infrastructure kind of reminder type of games for Tennessee where they'll they'll do whatever it takes to win this game. 13 to three, if they have to, it's going to be really, really ugly, but I absolutely trust Tennessee in this situation. Unfortunately, uh, as a Jaguars fan, it'd be be nice if the Texans could pull this off and give Jacksonville a little bit of a cushion. Uh, Nick, I think you're going to be okay in that final week down there in Duval, the way uh, the Jags are playing these days. Hey, we really appreciate it. Uh, Merry Christmas to you. Enjoy the football slate in the NBA as well. We'll catch up again next week. Hey, happy holidays, guys. Thank you. you. There he is, Nick Whalen. Everybody does a great job. Uh, for Rotowire and, of course, on Sirius XM as well. Come on back. we got some bowl action underway. We'll update that, see the changing numbers when you come back with us here on Big Bets on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 
With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN. The Sports Betting Network. VEASAN is the gift that keeps on giving. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber for just $79. Get access to everything we do from now through the big dance. Sign up today. You're going to get $20, rather, to buy VEASAN Sports Betting hat, shirts, mugs, and other great gear at our online store. Only VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests like Nick Whalen we just had on, betting splits, and other betting reports. This is a limited-time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift and get VEASAN Pro access through the end of March Madness at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Back alongside Amal Shaw, Dave Ross here. We do have a bowl game underway in Shreveport right now, and it looks like we have a long opening drive going on for Louisiana Lafayette, and they had a fourth down scenario. They went for it, got it, and right now they're going to have a first and goal at about the four-yard line of H-Town. This live number is already uh, – it came down, by the way, before kick down to six. I think they watched us in the first hour. As we said, probably would be on the side of Louisiana getting the seven, and now that's looking pretty good here. Uh and again, it was our pro tip in hour number one. You got to look at some of the, the bowl history of these coaches. Dana Holgerson, not known for his, um, well, at least his record in the bowl game is not necessarily stellar. And it's showing so far in this first drive. This is already now over almost a seven-minute drive to open up this game. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Now, I tell you what, I'm looking at the clock. I mean, it's like playing like the Air Force Academy right. here. I mean, these guys are just marching first and goal with eight and a half minutes to go. And they're going to have second and goal coming up. So they'll be under... Uh, what eight, eight minutes, minutes? Sorry, at the next uh, snap. Yeah, exactly. I mean, great drive here by uh, the Raging Cajuns. Should be able to get some points here for sure. Now, again, this game closed Houston six and the total fifty six and a half. We'll see if we can get some in game numbers here because what we're seeing, at least in this first drive, is with the wins that we talked about in hour number one. Right, you're probably not kicking a lot of field goals. 
right? So if, let's say Louisiana, let's see what they do here in the second and third and goal potentially. Might not need those downs. But if they get to a fourth and goal at the three, I'm assuming they're going to start going for things and not settling for field goals. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And um, quarterback's got an opportunity if he can get to the edge. Can he get to the corner? We got third and goal. <laughs> so, so like this is what we're talking about in game. Like you need to be on it and literally play by play to get the best of the numbers. Like if you think H Town can get a stop, boy, what a great opportunity potentially to hop in on an under. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, boy, I tell you what, you're going to get some points here out of the Raging Cage. It might mm-hmm. be a good opportunity if you like U of H here to take the game as well. By the way, they've got a shirt on. It says State. I saw in Dana Holgerson. Uh, maybe I didn't read it. Excuse me. I, but I, Houston's not a they don't go by state. I, unless I didn't see it clearly. Maybe it was just a quick glimpse, but I thought it said state. Uh, that's why I was trying to figure out what that meant. All right. And again, if you're watching on your screens, the screens are always ahead of the live action. Right now, it looks like a calamity situation uh, for Louisiana on this third and goal. So they are. Oh, touchdown. Oh, my what goodness. What a play. Talk about making, you know what, out of chicken salad. That was an amazing play. So Louisiana has gone up 6 nothing. Everything is now off the board in that mad scramble. But again, gave you that, that nugget that maybe Louisiana was certainly live with the seven. If that touchdown holds six, nothing we'll update that. Uh, if and make sure that this foot came down, I'm all, what are you seeing? I'm seeing it's in and Dave, you got a future in play by play. You know, all these play by play guys drive me nuts. It's like, I saw Dustin Fox last night go, well, you know, it looks like uh, Air Force is going to win this game. Dude, it's 30-7. to 7, There's five minutes left. <laughs> Air Force is winning this football game. I mean, these guys are really concerned about stopping out on that ledge there, huh? Boy, oh boy. 7 nothing right now. Uh, Louisiana, 7-39 to go in the first. We'll get those updated populated numbers. Right now, I see H-Town is now a point-and-a-half favorite. I like that number in the, there. In the live number. And that total has gone up. Look, 57-and-a-half. The total was 56-and-a-half. That was a long drive. Yep. The weather conditions are not great, at least with the wind. Yeah. Feels like to me, if you're going to hop in on an under, this would be a good time to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're, you're a little bit better than the original number. You can argue, well, they went down and got seven points. Sure. But they've taken up half the quarter. And so if Houston doesn't respond, and I also expect to see a better effort out of Houston's defense on the next drive, but give uh, the Raging Cajun credit. They march it right down the field, get seven points, take the early lead here right now. Uh, seven, nothing. By the what? way, I should be doing play-by-play because when they call a dumb play, yeah. I'd be like, what the hell are these guys thinking? And where, where do they find these guys? You know how much more interesting if if you did play-by-play the way Bob Mennery does the commentary yes. on YouTube would be? He, he, totally. By the way, the best duo ever was in Best in Show, Fred Willard as doing the color for the dog show. That's the way you would be. You would be fantastic. Like, which dog do you think would be the wide receiver and which dog do you think would be the title? Which dog can run the furthest the farthest? Absolutely brilliant comedy and brilliant color. That's We need more of that entertainment for our football dollar. Let's get back to the NFL slate a little bit here, what we're going to see tomorrow. And the Chiefs right now, double-digit faves. It's going to be cold. This just in at Arrowhead. Oh, I thought this was one of the games that could potentially, you know, we saw the Detroit Red Wings, Ottawa Senators hockey game postponed. I thought this was one day that could potentially be in that scenario. Well, here's what perplexes me, because if, if you did not factor in weather, this would be a dead overplay for me at 49 and a half. But I have to factor in the weather, right? So it's going to be frigid. We just talked to Nick Whalen in Milwaukee. I mean, we're talking about negative 20 with wind chills. Yeah. I don't know what you got there 
Al Roker in uh, Kansas City. Not bad on Sunday. 27 degrees with about nine mile mile an hour winds. Tomorrow, oh, fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) This this blast is hitting the Midwest right now, right? Ross, that was a good line. (laughs) That was a good one. Um, Yeah, the game's being played on Saturday, so I guess the weather on Sunday is not going to concern people in the other 49 states. Um, Tomorrow, 20 degrees with winds about uh, 12 miles an hour or so. So we're right at that demarcation line of the wind. Yeah. And we're talking about two teams here. Look, Kenneth Walker, I believe, is going to try to give this thing a go for the Seahawks. But really, these teams are predicated on the air. Mm -hmm. They're going to try to throw it. So we got to get a 50. In good conditions, that would be my play. These are not good conditions. Tell you what, if you're gutsy tomorrow, uh, the game's outdoors. New England, Cleveland, Baltimore, Kansas City, Chicago. I think you can roll the dice, but every one of those games under, and I think you're going to come out at least three and two, if not four and one. See, that's a strategy. I actually like that strategy. If you've got the gumption yeah. to just blindly, in the, just in Tomal's point here, look at the cities that are affected the most by the weather. Tomorrow, Saturday, this Arctic blast is hitting the Midwest and the East Coast. So when you got temps in the teens, some at around zero, wind chills that are making these things negatives, and the wind's over 10 miles an hour, like it's going to be 12 tomorrow at Arrowhead, man, sometimes people want to get the hell out of Dodge. They want to run that clock and let's go and keep the buses warm because they're not trying to be out there and call timeouts and, uh, you know, do, do moral victories. These games are decided late. Let's take some knees and get the hell out of here. I would agree with you. I, I left – one of the great individual performances in a football game of all time because I was so cold. Which one would that be? Eddie George had, I think, 314 yards wow. rushing against Illinois. Well, you know, listen, when you go to the game, Dave, in college, you got to look good, right? Like, you're not really there for the game. So you're you trying to bundle up at the bus? Nah, listen, they're not going to look good in a parka. I mean, you know, how many females are you attracting wearing parkas? You know, you got to look good. I was freezing. No socks, of course, like I do still every day. <laughs> no socks? I don't in have any Columbus? Socks. In the wintertime? The only time I wear socks is when I go skiing. Good and, point. And you know what? I was like, dude, I'm going to get frostbite. i got to leave this thing. <laughs> and, of course, he explodes. He has a monster second half. Runs for like 190 yards or something in the second half. So, I mean, I'm with it. Like, it's going to be cold tomorrow in Kansas City. So, these are angles to look at here. I like your angle of kind of playing carte blanche. A lot of those cold weather cities picked out those five potentially. You're probably going to be on the right side of the majority of those. Well, real quick. Okay, New England. Um, Cleveland, Baltimore, Chicago, Man. Uh, Kansas City, and then also I forgot there's a night game in Pittsburgh. So oh, that's going to be just I, I think chilling. all of these games can be potentially real weather factors here, and I think you have to take them into consideration. We already are from a betting standpoint, so why not take a con- uh, into consideration potentially the under when you look at it? I mean, the weather right now in Pittsburgh, negative one. It is amazing to me how cold it is all over the country right it's, now. This is Look, these are these are not normal temps. That we, we it's cold. We expect it in December. We got it. This is below the norm. This is not normal, uh, even for December. So these games, again, they're going to have the heaters and the heated seats and all this stuff. These are adults, and uh, yes, they're going to put in the full effort, but they don't want to spend any more time than they have to out there. Yeah, tomorrow night in Pittsburgh at kickoff, thirteen degrees with the winds of twenty-one miles an hour. By the way, that game right now two and a half for the Steelers. We had Brian McFadden on yesterday. Down to two. A little bit of Raider money coming in here, which is interesting to me because I do like the Steelers side for all the – today is the actual 50th anniversary of the immaculate reception of Franco Harris. 
sadly passed away a, a couple days ago here. He was going to have, still going to have his, uh, you know, his number retired and all those. It's going to be an emotional night uh, in Steel City for those reasons. But to me, there's only one side I could play, and that would be the Steelers' side. Uh, because, again, the Raiders play indoors, out here in the desert. Climate is, a, is an issue now in the NFL for some of those teams that now go to these extremely cold places Raiders aren't going to like that come fourth quarter. I'm going to play the Steelers just simply on principle. The fact that Derek Carr is 0-6 in games under 36 degrees in his career. Boom. I don't think it's changing in the coldest game of his career. It ain't going to get warmer. Uh, When we come back, we'll continue the NFL topic and see if there's any NBA games we might like on the docket as well. Come on back. It is Big Bets here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Raise your tequila and your game. Join the Taste of Victory Challenge presented by Sincoro Tequila and compete free for your share of 15000 in total prizes. Enter this three-part prediction pool series and make your hoops prediction to shoot for your share of the cash. Head to DraftKings.com slash now to get in on the action. Sincoro Tequila, life well played. 21 or older, terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com for all the details and please... By all means, drink responsibly. Back alongside them all, Shaw Dave Ross here. Let's roll on with those Saturday games here in the NFL. A couple of games we haven't touched on yet that I am curious really to get your opinion on. One of them is it's kind of like your theory of I'm going to take this side. If I'm wrong, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But there's really no way I can play the other side. Correct. I look at the Lions against the Panthers. And the Lions laying under a field goal. Mm-hmm. Look, Steve Wilkes has done a great job getting this defense in shape for Carolina. We've seen that at least in the second half since he's taken over, but the offense is still really challenged. And I kind of look at the Lions game like when they won at New York last week against or Jersey against the Jets, right? And they won outdoors in the cold. It's going to be cold in Carolina. It's cold up and down uh, the East Coast, as we've been talking about. But they've already proven they can win in bad weather. So I don't know that the elements are going to deter Dan Campbell and company that much. And quite frankly, they clearly have – the best offensive unit uh, or the best unit, which would be the offense out of all the units potentially in the field. Tend to agree with you. And you're absolutely right. I mean, for Charlotte, going to be very cold kickoff, 27 degrees, wind about 11 miles an hour. So, I mean, I, I would have not thought it would be that cold in Charlotte. But again, we've seen it all over the country. And I think that's something you have to factor in. Do you have the confidence in Jared Goff, though, in this kind of weather? You know, I did not until the Jets game. Fair and, and so I think what's happening for me is, I'm not necessarily because, like, you know, I kind of got fooled on the Geno Smith stuff. Right. And then we go, oh, well, Geno is still who he is. But Geno really has been, you know, the best part of Geno Smith, even though he's come back to earth. Will Jared Goff have that regression? I think a lot of people are waiting for that regression. Will it show itself against this Panthers defense? It could. But I am buying in a little bit that Dan Campbell and uh, Deuce Daly running that offense, yeah. that they figured it out. And the running game with Jamal Williams right now, and, and Swift, they've got a really good one-two punch. So it's not all predicated on Jared Goff. And for that reason, I think I'm buying in. I'm, I'm saying this reluctantly, trusting that the Lions, I can now believe in the Lions. I would agree with you. I think you have more confidence in Jared Goff than you do Sam Darnold. I get where you're coming from. However, I'm not going to back Detroit on the road in this spot, even though I believe they should eke out a win here. I'm just not confident enough in Jared Goff and company. 
still to me, I need to see more consistency proven over time before I back the lines here. Is this one of those where the two and a half could actually come and play? That this is a close enough game? Hey, maybe the Lions can pull it out. But Campbell, these guys are like Steve Wilkes going to go for it, right? So maybe the Lions, they stop them. They win by two. It could be like one of those type scenarios. I think it's a good point for this reason. With the wind, the extra points could n- not necessarily be as consistent as they normally are, so that could be a bit of a factor. I think that's something you have to consider. So for me, I think in this weekend's games, based on the weather conditions, you might look to take the points in situations where you may forego them. You know, the other thing, too, is, and I don't, look, it's not going to be true across the board, but teams that are kind of out of it, and the Panthers are not out of it because nobody's out of it in the right. South the way that that division's gone, Right. But you might see some proclivity for coaches in the last three weeks for teams that are pretty much on the outside looking in to say, hey, we get a shot. We're going for two in the win. And then all of a sudden, some of the short numbers that don't normally come into play could come into play. Yeah, Those two and a half twos. I would agree with you. I think you look at certain matchups now. I think it's more teams that are out of contention. I think if, t- if you have two teams that are playing that have absolutely nothing to play for, like the Browns and the Saints, I think that's the type of game where you would have someone taking the uh, opportunity to go for two. But I think in games like Carolina, who's still looking at a wild card scenario, Detroit, same thing. I, I think it's going to be a little bit of a different approach. By the way, what is astounding is we've all, pe- myself included, guilty as charged, we've all penciled in the Bucks to win the South. You look at the odds of the other teams there. Like Carolina, who already beat Tampa Bay once, yep. still has them coming up for the other, you know, test number two. I know the Panthers can be motivated to, to win this Lions game because they're still thinking Steve Wilkes is we can win this division. They're three and one in the division. They're five to one to win the division. By the way, okay, I don't know that they're good enough to do so. Everything's right in front of them. They don't need help. All they have to do is win out. They win out. They win the division. And all of a sudden, you're five to one ticket. How about the Saints twenty to one? Yeah, absolutely. And look, it's going to come down to next weekend in Tampa between these two teams um, in terms of how this thing plays out. So. Carolina on the road at Tampa. I mean, it's, we don't think it's going to happen, but this has been one of the most bizarre years for a Tom Brady-led team that we've seen in forever. L- listen, uh, one of my best friends bet the Bengals last year at 18-1 to to make the Super Bowl before the playoffs started. I said, why are you throwing your money away? I, could, I couldn't have been more wrong. <laughs> and that's the other point before we get to the postseason, right? The Bengals were a four seed last year. The Rams were a four seed last year. I know we like to play chalk a lot, and we just assume the favorites are always going to win. It did not win. It did not hold form at all last year. So before we get to the postseason, just remember that, that the short history, the recent history, yes, only one team is going to get a bye this year in each, each conference, but that does not mean, yes, they got the upper hand. It did not help any of those high seeds last year as two four seeds made it all the way to the, to the Super Bowl. Yeah, absolutely. And I think nowadays you just want to get in. Yeah. And then you see what happens. We've seen the Giants do it twice, right, as wild cards. With Eli. Yeah, exactly. Frozen so, face, cough one, and Lambo. <laughs> I mean, a- anything is possible in terms of it occurring. So I, I think this is going to be an interesting postseason. I'm really looking forward to it. I-, I don't think Kansas City and Buffalo are as sure shots as they were six to eight weeks ago. I think San Francisco is playing as well as anybody along with Philadelphia, but you brought it up earlier, and I think Nick Whalen did as well. Jalen Hurts' shoulder. It changes the whole dynamic. Absolutely. So that could be a concern. Uh, for me, when I look at it, it this is still pretty open. Um, you know, I've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 35-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Seems like it's no shot, but you got a shot. 
Well, Dave, I appreciate your optimism. I'm not exactly sitting there going out and cashing that ticket, okay? No, the, I'm just like, and you, let's you, wait and you see. You could it. have some hedgeable spots here yeah. if the Bucks win a game, right, in the postseason. They're going to more than likely they win the division. They're going to host a playoff game. So that's why those tickets then become uh, in play. One of those teams that, like, I would like to see not in the postseason because I got a 3-1 to ticket against, that'd be the Giants to miss the postseason. Now, it took a big hit for yours truly when they beat the Commanders, uh, some shoddy officiating. Might I say now they're going to get four in the dome where the Vikings somehow came back from a 33 nothing halftime. I still can't. Believe, I don't believe what I just saw. 33 nothing last week against the Colts. Should the Vikings be four point favorites against anybody? Um, what was the line? It, yeah, Stephanie just said, said yeah, no. They should be. She said yeah. I thought she said no. And I'm going to tell you why I don't agree with this line because the Giants are a larger dog than Indianapolis was. Do you think the Giants are a worse team than the Colts? No. I would take the Giants in the four here. I tend to go that route because, you know, I like to say that they got a really good number five playing now. Yeah. Kerry Collins got him to a Super Bowl in that number. I know, I don't know if Kayvon Thibodeau is going to get him to a Super Bowl, but now that he's healthy, remember he was dinged up at the beginning of this year, didn't even play first couple weeks. I don't think he can be a late push to be defensive rookie of the year or anything like that. But he was the best player on the field last week against the Commanders. Right. And it showed. He His stat line at halftime was like two weeks for some guys. Right. It was that good. So if Thibodeau can be that disruptor like he was last week against the, the, the Vikings offensive line, which at times they can't block. I mean, they couldn't block the Cowboys. They couldn't block the Colts in the first half. They got it together in the second half, obviously. But – Man, he could really be a force against KC8 in that offense. Oh, you're absolutely right, and I think that's something to pay attention to. Um, but let's see if Minnesota can ride that momentum. You know, the Giants had a great win, too, on Sunday night. That's really a, did. That's a big win for them. Now they're in a position where, look, nobody's talking about this day, but they got a chance to surpass the Cowboys if Dallas were to drop the game against um, uh, Philadelphia. We've only talked about it 300 times this week. Stephanie, could you have that stricken from the record, please? <laughs> I, uh, you know, it, it could have. I mean, you look at it, the G Men, eight, five, and one. Mm-hmm. And now they did lose twice to the Cowboys, right. but that tie really helps them. Right. Yeah. It doesn't, it makes those two losses to the Cowboys kind of obsolete. Yeah. They play the Eagles in the last game of the regular season. Chances are Philadelphia is not going to be playing their guys, right? Yeah. You're going to have A.G. Brown sitting out. You're going to have Miles Sanders, those no, guys. Jalen Hurts. No, yeah. So it's a great opportunity for the Giants to win that game, assuming they can win this one. Um, I'm not sure what the other game that they have. I'm, I'm looking up their schedule right now in terms of next week because I, I really believe the Giants are live here. I, I, I know many people are pointing towards Minnesota, but for me, it's not a knock on the Vikings. Colts at home should, should, should win. Should, yeah, absolutely. So I think a real opportunity here for the Giants to still make some hay, finish out this season at 11-5-1. I know motivation is still there for both teams, right? But the mm-hmm. Vikings, yes, they have the two spot locked up right now. I wonder if they're going, well, maybe the Eagles don't win anymore. And then we, then the one is playable. Like if Jalen Hurts can't go, a lot of leaps and bounds to get there. But I wonder if Kevin O'Connell's mantra to the team is, hey, boys, let's just keep going to play. Let's keep going and win. And then we'll see what else happens for the rest of the teams. Our eye is to maximize our wins. And at worst case, if we do that, we're a two-seed. I hear what you're saying, but first of all, the Eagles have to lose their final three games and the Vikes have to win their final three games. But you know the one thing I want to point out real quick before we go to break? It always ties into Dallas somehow winning a game against the Eagles. 7-1 for the Cowboys still to win the NFCs. <laughs> I know my dick. I'm sitting dead on that ticket, but 
keep hope alive. When we come back, we'll put the finishing touches on this edition of Big Bets here on Beast and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. College Bowl season is here, and VEASAN has you covered. We've got pick spreads and totals for every single bowl game. Head to VEASAN.com, check the current bowl betting coverage. While you're there, now's a great time to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber for just $79. You get access to everything we do from now through the big dance, and it's a lot that we do between now and the big dance. So visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Back alongside Amal Shaw, wrapping up this edition before we get to the holiday weekend here for Christmas on Sunday. And we do want to give out the pro tip for this hour. And it really has something to do with what we've been talking about a lot in the first hour. And that is live betting. Look, I am guilty of this. You are great at it. And that is be patient. Condition yourself as a better. 
Because generally speaking, you're probably going to get a better in-game number than you are before the game actually starts, i.e. Houston and Louisiana Lafayette, right? And we said, man, it's going to be cold. We talked about the wind. We talked about maybe the under was the right play at 56 and a half. We leaned that way before the game started. Then Louisiana on the first drive went down and scored a touchdown. Seven and a half minute drive, though. And we said, oh, the numbers ticked up to 57 and a half. This is the perfect time to get an in-game under. You're getting even a better number to a lean we already had, right? We already liked the under before the game began. Then you get the early score that you're looking for. It goes up by a point to 57 and a half. Guess what the in-game number is now? The live in-game number for the under is now 46 and a half. So look, could things open up and all of a sudden you get these crazy points that we don't see coming? Sure. But now you're sitting, and we talk about closing line value, you would have gotten 11 points better in the short span that we've been on the air if you just went in-game versus uh, doing it before the game actually began. Yeah, absolutely, and an egregious error by uh, Houston. Oh. On third down and 14, Clayton Toon hits Matthew Golden. Golden's got a wide-open first down. Instead of going forward, he goes parallel to the line and, and winds up with a fourth and one. Houston ends up losing two or three yards on the fourth down play, and now turnover on downs. Louisiana with the football in a 7 nothing lead. And the other point that we were making was we, we told you our lean was towards Louisiana catching the 7. That number came down right before kick to 6. Now, with Louisiana having this seven-point lead here in the second quarter, Houston is getting three-and-a-half points. Now, what this would do, and I think Amal Shaw needs to have shirts made that said, lock in profit, Vison. I think we should get those made. You could, if you took Houston now, say you had taken Louisiana mm-hmm. plus the seven. Right. Now you could come back with Houston plus the three-and-a-half, and your work is done as a gambler because you're going to look for that middle, and you're going to hope for that middle and win them both. But the worst case scenario would be, and again, you do a percentage of basically what you, you sure. played before, you're going to be able to lock in profit and or hit a big score with a middle. Yeah, great point there, Dave. And let's say, for example, you bet 110 on Louisiana plus seven. You come back with H-Town here at just 100 flat. Now you'd sit there and say, well, I'm negating a potential great win on Louisiana. Sure, that's true. But imagine a scenario where you've got a 10.5 point cushion and you're not worried about what happens in the game and you could win both bets. I mean, in essence, you're risking $10 to win 200 that's the way to lock in profit and you're going to hit some of those middles at some point but that is the exercise here of you know taking the plus money early you see how the game flow goes in the end game coming back on the other side uh, of your of your bet and you do have that chance to look for that beautiful middle right now louisiana is on the move up seven nothing but again that is the pro tip here for hour number two you have access to up to 20 of those Per day across the VEASAN spectrum, you can access those as a VEASAN Pro subscriber by going to VEASAN.com, sorting them out by show and or by sport. By the way, Draylen Washington of Louisiana might be one of the world's strongest men. Jeez, he's just discarding these guys like it was Tech Mobile. Yeah, they are clearly, and we talked about motivation and all these things right yeah. now with that fourth down stop. Now Louisiana is on the move here with about 12 minutes to go in the second quarter in scoring position. But when we say scoring position, as they get dropped for about a seven-yard loss, Field goals are, I don't want to say impossible, but in this wind, they're going to be very difficult. Yeah, absolutely. And the Raging Cajun just lost about seven yards on what appeared to be, I thought was going to be potentially a halfback option. Oh, um, He ends up having to eat it. Smart play by the running back. But, Dave, you talk about a dream scenario. When you mentioned it, it was 57.5 on that total. You said, play the under here. This game just feels like it's going to really slow down. I'll tell you what, we're already at 11.5 minutes to go in the second quarter. Um 
Still right. seven nothing. Yeah, and Louisiana second and sixteen, so a long way to go to be able to get themselves back into a position to get points on this drive. So we'll see what happens here. All right. So again, that's the value again of the end game wagering. And again, it is. It's really you have to retrain your brain as a gambler. All right, because I've been doing it a long way, uh, a certain way for a long time. Right, and then you have the advent now of in game wagering, and you have to look at this as almost like a whole new market. Okay, and a whole new strategy system. And Amal, I think you're one of the best at it and utilizing that. But again, it takes patience and you have to be watching the game and on your screens because the numbers are going to change as the plays continue. Yeah, I want to just kind of go to one thing you just said in terms of watching the game. I, I think in football, it's really important to watch a game. Basketball, I think you can look at the stats and kind of make a determination. Um, and for me, especially in the first half of basketball games in college, I, even if I'm not watching the game, I, I would just make a play on the number. I can remember a couple of weeks ago, New Mexico State was playing at uh, Moraga against St. Mary's. And a friend of mine and I took uh, NMSU plus 13. And they, I see the in-game number. I'm not even looking at the game yet. I just automatically bet it at 21 and a half. Mm. I said, they're going to make a push. So a friend of mine, he's on the East Coast. He goes, well, I forget. He goes, we lost this one. I'm going to bed. And I sent him a text at late. And I said, the miracle at Moraga, we got a push on 13. <laughs> the 21 and a half was gravy. You got so, that easy. Yeah, exactly. But what, what my point being is in the first half of games, you can take a look at some numbers and potentially. Now, you took Maryland in that game against UCLA. You would have pretty much lost every number you took. Right. So it'll happen from time to time. But I think many times you can expect it to be somewhere plus five or six points within the number. So if the number's plus six, you're getting 12 and a half grade, or if you got to pick them, good opportunity there. Oh, my goodness. I, I'm stunned. A 43-yard field goal is good but there's for a flag. Louisiana, but there is a flag. And so our producer, Wyatt, just gave me the, the hand motion there. Do we, we got a personal foul coming here? Is that what we're thinking? What are we thinking, leaping? Oh, so we're going to watch this out. Because, again, now we're going to get in the scenario of if it's against Houston – does Louisiana take the points off the board? More time off the clock for you underbackers. The oh, field goal is good. Post, post. We get a personal foul. We're going to do it because oh. we have the audio. So they're going to keep the kick, take the points, and the foul, personal foul is against Houston, so they're going to exercise this on the kickoff. Yeah, absolutely right. By the way, real quick, uh, one, one uh, NBA note, Anthony Davis out indefinitely for the Lakers with oh, a right boy. foot injury. Oh, no. Um, it's, it's going to be expected to be at least for another seven to 10 days, but it's saying indefinitely. So, oh boy. Okay. Let, let me see if I can get some numbers very quickly with that breaking news here for Anthony Davis. Now, look, if you're an NBA backer and, and better like Amal is, this is not new news to, to you because this <laughs> well, according happens. to Rich Paul, it doesn't happen often. <laughs> it happens every year, Rich Paul. So yeah. now it's happened uh, to the Lakers. So when I look at the futures market uh, for the Lakers, remember they were already on the outside looking in, uh, to make the postseason, they're going to plummet. Like they were fifty to one to win the win the title. I, I don't know why you would have taken that anyway. To win the conference out in the West again, they're popular twenty five to one. Those numbers are going to have to drop. What do you make of the Lakers now? Because now it's LeBron, and he's like Tom Hanks castaway, like Wilson. He's got nothing beside him. Well. I get that, but I don't know. Just Anthony Davis, to me, when he is on his game, is arguably... Top five player? Yeah, absolutely. No question. I, I thought Anthony Davis for the last four or five years should have been the best player in the world. Yes. There's a disconnect as to why he isn't. Great point, yeah. And I don't know what it is. I've had the opportunity to talk to Anthony a couple times. He's a different cat. Like, people are wired differently. But the injuries, are, that's the elephant in the room that we can't ignore. And now this news coming with the Lakers... 
I don't know how the Lakers are playable going forward from a betting perspective. Yeah, they're laying three and a half tonight against Charlotte. Russell Westbrook and LeBron James both on the injured list. They're saying game time decisions, but both are likely to play tonight. So expect them to both be in the lineup, and it's reflected in the line with the Lakers being a three and a half point favorite. L.A. at 13-18 and 18 in a very competitive Western Conference. That was with Anthony Davis. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I kind of look at it in the futures market a little bit, and I go, you know, waiting for the Warriors to get healthy. Steph's still out, going to be out for a bit, right? The West is just not that – it's not your dad's Western Conference. We always thought the West was the better of the two conferences. I don't think that that's even debatable right now, is it? Uh you know, I, I tend to agree with you. I'm looking at the top five, Philadelphia and Knicks being the sixth team. When you have, like, the way the Nets are playing now, yeah. the Celtics, right, getting to the finals last year, the Bucks still with the best player in the planet in, in Giannis, yep. the Cavaliers an up-and-comer, Philadelphia, when they're healthy, they're going to be a tough out. I mean, that top five in the East against what? The Clippers, Suns, Nuggets, Grizzlies, Pellies? I mean, like... It's just, to me, God, if, if I had to take, like, if I could take a top two, and that's the problem, you can't. You can only get one. Yeah. For which conference is going to win this whole thing, you only need one from the West. But the depth of the East right now, at least at the top, is much tougher to me than the depth in the West. Uh, you, don't, you don't fully agree. No, I don't. I, I, think, I think the top of the East is very heavy, and I think the middle of the pack is okay. I think whereas in the West, one through ten, Anybody can beat anybody on any given night. The reason why I threw that out there with only 30 seconds to go on the show, so I knew you couldn't really get at me for that. I knew uh, that. Amal, great show as always, my friend. Uh, everybody out there, have a Merry Christmas on Merry Sunday. Christmas, everybody. We'll see you back here on Monday. I'm Big Bets on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.